You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Delia Efron. This podcast is supported by the Jan Mashalski Foundation. I mean, it's really unusual in the 50s when to be a successful female writer. My mother is a screenwriter, you know, and she was just, I don't know why, she was born in a very poor, un, uh, um, not a cultured family at all in the Bronx. And why she had this idea that she would have these daughters be, you know, have attitudes about life that were very, they were, you know, we, we had to have jobs. Of course, we really had to be writers. That was the unspoken message, but, you know, and unspoken messages in families are often the strongest. But it was all really rewarded. But we were not expected to marry, have children. Um, that was never even mentioned. You know, she she never wanted to go to our wedding. She would say elope. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> get back to um, work. <laughs> that was that was one of her many things. And she used to say these very radical things. Just because you're related to someone is no reason to like them. She would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's not the sort of thing a mother would normally say. Mm-hmm. And certainly, saying elope to your four daughters. I mean, it's it's crazy. She mm-hmm. did not. She was. She really had very powerful attitudes, which I think, you know, she really gifted to Nora in a very extreme way. And, you know, we we were all talented. We all had ambition, but they were so successful, and then Nora was so successful. So I did not become a writer until I was in my early 30s, and I thought, this is really what I meant to do. And, well, you know, the thing about your 20s is that you can just throw it away and think that you have all the time in the world and then you hit 30 and I realized oh I only have one life and I better do what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. and then my sister Amy became a writer in her late 30s mm-hmm. like almost 40 and Hallie didn't start till 50 mm-hmm. and she's published a ton of mysteries so all of us having had a each of us had a bigger mountain to climb you know and so but you know all of us became published writers. Sister, Mother, Husband, Dog, which is a memoir I wrote after Nora died, um, is, um, I actually wasn't writing it when she... I was writing Syracuse. Syracuse is a is a story of uh, two couples and a child on a vacation in Italy, and everything is heading toward catastrophe, and it's really an exploration of marriage. It's sort of everything I have ever understood about marriage, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a bit of a psychological thriller. Anyway, I had been in Syracuse... For or Syracuse, if you're, you know, if you pronounce it the English way, mm-hmm. is the old section is is just unbelievable looking. It's just, un, it's so still in exactly the shape it was in for hundreds and hundreds of years. And, and so I was very, I just thought, I've traveled a lot with other couples and everything, and I thought, boy, if if things are going to go up in smoke, they would go up in smoke here. There's, you know, it's all paved with old stones. It doesn't have 
greenery. And the first day you're there, you think, this is the most beautiful place I've ever been. And the next day you think, if I don't get out of here, I'm going to go mad. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this is just the most perfect place to set a vacation going up in smoke and exploring the subjects of marriage. So um, I was starting it, and then Nora died, and I couldn't really write it. It was such a difficult book anyway. And um, I suddenly realized I wanted to write this this memoir book. And so I said to my publisher, can I write this instead right now? And he said, yes. Um, so I wrote that. And it has a long piece about my mother, which I think is probably one of my better essays. And, um, and my love of my doggies and everything. Anyway, it's got everything in it that's just... Uh, and then I went back to Syracuse. I went there with my niece. I spent time there. I made friends there, and one in particular, an architect named Alex Yarsky, um, she she helped me so much. You know, some of writing is, is luck. Mm-hmm. And if you start an ambitious project, you're going to need help. You're going to have to, you know, especially, I don't know what I was thinking, that I could write about a town I've barely ever been in. But um, because of Alex, who'd lived there and who's an architect and knew everything, you know, I was able to, you know, talk to her about ideas and show her. She ended up, after she was there, when I was there, she ended up in um, Cambridge. Um, I mean, Boston, you know, not Cambridge, England. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she was studying at Harvard, as a grad, getting a graduate degree in architecture. And, um, I mean, she was already an architect. I mean, you know, one of those mm-hmm. super degrees after yes. that. And... Um, I would go up there and I'd show her my photos and we would talk about what would go on, where and everything. So, she, you know, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, these books, they're journeys. Mm-hmm. You have to know everything about everyone in your book. And you need to find people who help you do that. And um, I got so lucky with Syracuse. It took me quite a while to write it. It's very hard because it's four characters. Mm-hmm. It's four different voices, and every time I had to switch a voice, I usually starting the book all over. So it was rough, but I'm, you know, it was, it was, I was really happy about it. I think you either have an ear for dialogue or you don't. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's just having an ear, mm-hmm. which, you know, thank God I do. But some books are practically all, I mean, I have a lot of dialogue in my books, but some, some books are almost exclusively that. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it, I guess, like, I, I think, thank God for dialogue, because I don't write the best sunset in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's yeah. like really hard for me. And someone said to me when I was starting and I was despairing of my descriptive abilities, mm-hmm. the person said something like, only do what you can do. Yeah. And that is, I think, for a writer, what the search is. What is it that I know? What is it that I can see? What is it that I understand? And if you mind that, you know, then you're in safe territory creatively.
Well, you just have to do what you, I mean, it's only do what you can do. I mean, you figure that's part of your search. What is it that I understand about the world and about storytelling and about other people, about people's lives? Mm -hmm. And that's what I mine. And if you do that and you don't try to do things that aren't part of your heart, Mm -hmm. then then you're okay. You can do it anyway. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.